What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Reality. How's everyone doing? Good. Good day, everyone. Good to be back with y'all. Yes, yes. One more week in the studio. One more week. We do have a guest host in the building today. What's up? Laws. Our boy, Harold Laws. How's everything with you, man? Good, man. I'm blessed. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. How's the week going for y'all so far? I'm hanging in there, uh, <laughs> recovering from injury. Oh, so. hold on, hold on. How, how did you hurt yourself? Pinch nerve in my arm, hooping. You know, I was giving him buckets like Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hurt my arm, so, you know, I, I went to uh, get therapy on it the other day. You know, it, it's straight. He told me he's going to treat me like a professional athlete. Okay, <laughs> okay. Give me the physical therapy, so. So what's the timetable for the return? Uh, hopefully two to three weeks. Two yeah. to three weeks? Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and that was in my basketball tournament, right? Yeah, the Mac, the Mac Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how was it? it I want to know from a player's point of view. How nah, was it? It was strong bump. I, I was I was thoroughly impressed. You know, from last year coming to this year, you know, it definitely improved a lot. A lot. Um, the the talent level was high, and you know, I'm always down to playing. You know, competitive leagues and stuff like that. So it was good. It was good. That's yeah. what's up. I, I forgot you were on the championship team the uh, yeah, first year. Yeah, the first year we took home the. <laughs> Title. <laughs> yes, oh, I forgot. So, so, yeah, so you saw the difference between uh, one year and the next. Yeah, so I, I, I do have a ring under my belt. <laughs> <laughs> Rika, how about you, man? How's the week so far? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. It's very busy, long days. Um, this is the first week for camp at the high school where I coach at, so uh, getting there at, like, 7 a.m., being there, like, until 7, because, you know, after camp, I got coaching to do, so whether games or practice, so it's been a, a long week thus far, but I'm doing what I love, basketball all day, every day, you know, teaching kids something I love, so it's pretty, it's rewarding, it's fun, especially when you see kids getting better, um, that's rewarding, so that's what keeps me waking up every morning at 6 o'clock, so it's been pretty good so six far. 6 o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, I got a little one with me. My nephew came to stay with me um, to go to camp, so he's seven, so it's hard getting him up in the morning, so <laughs> I got to start at seven. I, feel you. I mean, six, actually. <laughs> we just want to acknowledge uh, all of those who are listening and watching us. We did see our ratings last week, oh, the yes. last two weeks. Oh, yes. Uh, I just want to say, we global, right? We are. We international. <laughs> Ask about us. We international. <laughs> we do want to acknowledge all the fans. 
fans, all the viewers in the in the local area, all over the country, and also overseas. We did see there were some viewers from Japan. Yes, we appreciate you guys. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Just Germany. Yep. The Ukraine. Yep. The UK. Yep. All these are all these are big basketball countries too. So I know they're interested in basketball. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, we global. Yes. Yeah, so I just want to say thank you for listening and uh, supporting us. And if you are listening, uh, wherever you are, just uh, in the chat box, let us know where you're listening from and um, shout us out. Uh, yes. What do we have on tap, Rike? Well, let me pull it up. Thanks for catching me off guard. No, nah, it's um, all good. <laughs> on tap today, we got a lot going on. NBA Finals Game 3 took place last night. So, of course, we're going to recap that as well as um, our predictions for the rest of the season. I mean, the rest of the finals, actually. Um, NHL, of course, we're going to talk about the Stanley Cup coming up. Um, our prediction for the winner. Got some bloopers, as usual. Um, Major League <laughs> Baseball got a Bryce Harper's injury. Um, lots of people talking about that consistently. Also talking about the brawl, Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. Also, we have USA Soccer we're going to talk about. Is this our first time talking about soccer? Uh, yes. It might be the second time. Did we mention... You know, no, the second time, actually. We spoke about the German uh, when they played against Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. last week. So, talking about soccer. We have um, NFL, of course. There's always stuff going on in the NFL. There's a whole... I'm not even speaking of... I see the hat. I see the hat. <laughs> Respect. I see the hat. Again, you're outnumbered two hey, weeks in a row. It's all good. I appreciate good. that. I'm um, always outnumbered. Got stuff in the NFL to talk about. Um, and then we got a topic of the week. Um, we'll tell you about that a little bit later. Um, so we can go ahead and get Stay started tuned. with the... With the NBA recap of uh, Game Three, you both saw Game Three, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I did. Um, what were your predictions for Game Three? What did you, who who do you think was taking Game Three? Go ahead. And first Harold. of all, I like that Harold. Harold's another well-rounded person. We're bringing some. Well, he knows sports. He's not just here to talk about basketball. He's not just here to talk about football. Yeah. He's here to talk about every sport yeah. played. We we appreciate that. Yeah. I, well, the finals. I mean, I, last night prediction. I always look at the spreads. You know, I, I'll go and I'll look at the, the, the betting line on, on the game and then I'll, I'll make my prediction based off that. If the spread is high, then I'll be like, uh, the referee's going to cheat. So they're going to call it for LeBron. But I, I didn't expect the blowout that I saw last night. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I really didn't. I thought I thought San Antonio would win because mm -hmm. it would be at home, but I didn't think it would be by that margin. There's no stopping it. I agree. My prediction was San Antonio to win, too. I didn't predict any of these blowouts really like I really thought that the the um, the coaching and the and the experience from the Spurs would always keep them in every game so I never expected them getting blown out I never thought that the pick and roll would be just shut down mm -hmm. I thought Pop would be able to you know bounce back from that maybe after half or something like that so I didn't expect the blowout in game two game three I didn't expect a blowout but I expect them to you know like I knew they were going to win, and it yeah, wasn't going to yeah. be – I didn't think it would be a close game. I knew that they were going to win by 10 at least. It was on get back, so – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're in San Antonio, <laughs> and uh, and the fans, you know, they're not known for being amazing fans, but they're pretty loyal. Yeah. I mean, they know they know their teams. You can never count them out, so nah, you got yeah. some pretty loyal fans. But what did you think, Jerem? I honestly thought uh, Miami was going to win game three. What? In San Antonio? They were going to win. I thought they would have, they would have momentum from, mm. from game, game two mm -hmm. just two days later. Yeah. Yes, um, it was in, in San Antonio, but I thought they were going to win. Um, now, the score, man, the score last night was <laughs> on the total opposite end of the spectrum of what I was thinking. Uh -huh. uh, the score was 113 to 77. Man. That's, they couldn't miss. <laughs> but yeah, That's they couldn't lot. miss. Starwood couldn't miss. Uh, they broke a record. Most threes yeah. in an NBA Finals game. 
They hit 16. No, more than 16, actually, because when they made the announcement, yeah. they hit more threes after that. Yeah. Right. So um, I actually don't know off the top of my head how many they hit, but they did break a record. Yeah. Also, Danny Green broke a record. Your man, Danny Green, Rike. That's my man. I've been, been talking, talking about him series ago. <laughs> I'm glad y'all finally hear me. I'm glad you guys hear me because I've been talking about Danny Green. And, and, and it's funny, like... I, I forget that he was on the Cavaliers with with LeBron James. Oh, really? Yeah, they mentioned yeah, that. He was always that. the you know the dude on the bench dancing. Yeah, they you know back that. from his UNC days, and he continued. I totally forgot that um, that he he was on the team. So that's even that's even more props to Popovich. <laughs> yeah, right. Which brings us to the next bullet, the the performance, the contri- the contribution to those those uh, record beating threes. Two huge huge. Um, role players for them, Gary Neal and, and Danny Green. Let's talk a little bit about their performance. Danny Green doesn't surprise me at all because I've been saying he's a silent assassin. Gary Neal doesn't surprise me either. It's just a matter of, you know, it, it finally happened. I've always known a bit of, Danny, of Gary Neal's shot. I knew what he was capable of. Capable of. I knew he could have been doing that throughout the whole season or whatever, but it's good to see him able to help out and contribute um, Offensively to his team, like in the playoffs, with his, with his skills. And isn't isn't Gary Neal a, a product of Townsend University? Uh, sure yes. is. Not not only South Maryland, just PG County, yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, he had to touch last night. I mean, you know, remind me of myself back in the day when he had to touch out on the playground. You know what I'm saying? Nobody could stop you. I mean, he was hitting runners. Yeah. He was hitting floaters. He was confident. Hitting, you know, stand up, straighten your face jumpers. The, uh-huh. the one before the half, that was just. Oh, I think that, that was a killer. That was a killer because, you know, it really just, it took the team's confidence to the next level. And, and I mean, when you got your role players playing like that, yep. you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what Miami was hoping they could do is get their role players on a roll. And one of them was uh, Mike Miller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has Miller. He's feeling it. Yeah, he's feeling it. Yeah, he had, he's feeling too. He had it. a test too. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, uh, the rest of the role players are not stepping up. Um, Udonis Haslam. Yeah, and, there's no consistency. And and that's I wouldn't what their say Chalmers is. is a role player, but no, Chalmers, them, Chalmers thinks it's a big four. Yeah, he, he, he said think, that. Chalmers does not think there's no big three. Chalmers is a part of it. I was listening to a radio uh, radio show uh, the other night, and he had a guest on. And the guest was saying he was asking Chalmers the first year when LeBron came to the Heat. He said, um, you know, he was talking to Chalmers and said, uh, who do you uh, model your, your game after? And Chalmers was like, you know what? Uh, I, I kind of, I don't know. And the reporter said, well, I think you're more of a Derek Fisher. And he said, nah, I'm not. <laughs> He's like, maybe like, maybe CB3 or something. That's what he said. Nah, but not- I would disagree with that too. That's not a good comparison. <laughs> He's a little bit more agile and a little bit more... I wouldn't even say his IQ is not even comparable to Derek Fisher. His athleticism is more than Derek Fisher. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good comparison. But but yeah, he he like he you thinks said, very highly of himself. Oh yeah, and that's what you have to do, you know, especially being on that team. Yep. You, With those people, you yeah, have to. You got to. But um him and um Udonis Haslam did not score a single point the entire game. Yeah, he I mean that's what happens when you're mediocre. I yeah. mean in my book, he's just okay. You know, Chalmers. Yeah, he, he's yeah. okay. He he might when when the when the big three are all cooking on all cylinders. 
you know, he's a nice complimentary piece. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you need him to give you what he gave in, in game one, uh, what was it? What he had, like 23 points now? Yeah. One yeah. One or I will two. say yeah. this. He's gotten two. better. Yeah. He's gotten better from last year and the year before. But he's still not consistent enough yeah. to the point where you can drop a play designed for him to nah. score. You can have the ball in his hand in, crush, in like clutch moments or the end of the game. He's not. He hasn't gotten that much better. Right. And I don't think he really has that in him. I mean, there's always room for people to get better, of course. Yeah. But I don't know. But what do y'all think about this? T- talk a little bit about LeBron's performance. Oh, I, I was Uh-oh. just about to break in and say uh, we need to talk about the real problem. <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all think about this? What do y'all think about this? In my book, as a coach, I don't know how to say this in a more – I don't know how to say this in a more poetic way. I would just pull LeBron aside and say, turn into LeBron in Cleveland when your team's not helping you, when your team's Uh not stepping up. You need to do something every time. There needs to be no hesitation. Your role players, part of your big three, aren't doing anything. They're in cruise control, just running up and down the court, getting cardio. I need LeBron from from Cleveland. What do y'all think about that? Go ahead, Harold. (laughs) it, It disheartens me. Just to know how, like, LeBron is just a, a freak of a specimen as he is. And that he's too nice. That's, that's just the bottom line. He's just too nice. You know, he, he wants everybody to like him. He wants his teammates to like him. He tries to, like, do this rah-rah. But it's, it's not believable. Like, you have to be a jerk when it comes. Like, Popovich is not being nice to his team. He Yo, yells at everybody. I appreciate you like, saying this. Ha- this is big. He has to step his game up. And he has to put a fire under his teammates, under himself. And, like, you, you never seen Jordan or Kobe By the way, like that. Come on. LeBron and KD need this. KD needs this, too. He can't be nice. Nope. That nice stuff. This is a final. Kawhi Leonard was guarding LeBron James. That is unacceptable. He needed to push Kawhi Leonard to the floor one time and and have him back up. But Kawhi Leonard's confidence was through the roof because LeBron James was allowing him to check him. Right. So I'm sorry. I mean, something's got to change. (laughs) I'm sorry. My fault. What'd you do? I was looking for something. Oh. <laughs> so, so, you, so you just, so you just cut it. everything. You just cut everyone's train of thought because you're looking for something. And it's on this side of the chair. <laughs> but yeah, you're totally right. LeBron has to uh, transform to, like you said, the Cleveland LeBron or even the LeBron that beat the Celtics in game six yeah, in the Eastern Conference Finals something. last year. He wouldn't have made it in the 90s. Charles Oakley nope. And, and, nope. and all those those Bruce nope. and Anthony oh, no. Mason put, and they'd have been putting him on Larry his backside and all the, they would have just game, pushed him around. Game after he game, they would have been putting him on his backside. Yeah, yeah man. That flopping, all that oh, stuff, nah, all oh. that's out the window back yeah. in the 90s, back in the 80s. I don't know what they're going to do. So uh, we, uh, let's talk about game four tomorrow night at 9 p.m. in San Antonio again. This game and game five will be in San Antonio. What is your prediction? Who would win? And who will be the key player? Start with Harold. Uh, I say this game four is very pivotal, and and uh, I think whoever, whatever, whichever team wins is going to put themselves back into the driver's seat. So if if you know, I know Popovich is going to have his team ready. I think you're going to have to look for Danny Green, Gary Neal. I know uh, Tony Parker's you know dealing with an injury on his hamstring. Mm-hmm. That's going to be critical. If he can't go 100. percent that 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 puts the advantage in, in Miami's court, and and I'll say with that, with Tony Parker being you know injured, you know a little bit, uh, I, I'm gonna have to go with the Miami Heat to win this next one in San Antonio. What about you, Rike? Um, I think coaching wise, mentally, physically, that the Spurs are in the driver's seat right now, and um, I see them coming away with Game Four, um, and. 
And honestly, uh, 70% Tony Parker still does damage, like like damage. He may have to sit longer. He still does damage. So depending on how severe his injury is, um, if he's playing, I'm confident that he's still going to be able to um, be a problem for uh, Miami Heat. So I have Miami Heat winning game four um, in San Antonio. Uh, and if that happens, I think – the series might be over because I don't see, I don't see the Heat winning three games straight, especially. So you got San Antonio winning. Have San Antonio winning oh, okay. tomorrow night. Okay. And winning the series. Okay. I think Miami's winning Game Four. Uh, I think uh, LeBron will have a good game. Well, I mean, a good. He'll have a better game than he's mm-hmm. had the, the the last three. Um, however, I did say the Heat were going to win in seven. I don't know yet. I don't mm. know now. Like, my, my mind may be changing. Even though I have Miami winning game four, I don't know right now who's going to win it all. Well, one, one thing about LeBron, though, he does respond to criticism. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, he got criticized. So he's probably going to come out with a little more pep in his step this next game, which, you know, I think will bode well for them. Anything else in the NBA? Yes. Jason Kidd <laughs> is uh, in negotiation <laughs> with... The, the Brooklyn Nets to be their head coach. I've never seen this where a player retires from playing and I'm like straight to coach. Not not even retiring. Like a week later, is already talking yeah. about I'm I'm gonna coach well, an no, NBA Mark, team. Mark Jackson, he he coaches, but he 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 sat be uh you know in the studio for two, uh-huh. like a year or two um, before he went to coaching. But I mean, uh, props to Jason Kidd. <laughs> I mean, he is like. As old as the coaches, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Might as well, right? Do you think it will be a good um, hiring for the Nets? I don't know. Is this head coach? Yes, yeah, head coach. It's a uh, tough one. Nah, I, because I went from being a player to coach, I know it's a completely different level. For that fact that it is a completely different level, I don't think it's it's that easy to go from playing to coaching. I mean, unless he plans on getting an amazing coaching staff and doesn't really plan mm. on doing much coaching, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, kind of just calling the shots and relying on his defensive coach, yeah. offensive coach. But if he's really, like, trying to put together a coaching staff and really trying to dive into coaching, I don't think it's a smart. I think he should sit behind Somebody. and, and kind of get a feel yeah. for coaching. You can't just hop from player to coach. Uh-huh. You're looking at the game completely different. Yeah, he's an old and he's a vet, and his IQ's up there. I'm not discrediting any of that. But I think he should sit behind someone at least for yeah. a little bit. I, I, I mean, but the Brook- I mean Brooklyn, they may you know they may say yes because they want a new coach. They're trying to make a They're trying to get a new coach. They're trying to make a splash. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they hired him. Yeah. I think it's good for their team. You know, if they, if they get uh, Jason Kidd, I think he'll be able to relate to the players. He'll be able to yes, you know. Yes, I think the players. Will you know, really they'll, they'll listen to him. You know, he'll be able to tell them. He played for different coaches, so I mean. I don't think he'll be successful right away. Mm-hmm. I just think that you know, I think over time, eventually down the road, he'll 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 come into his own. Yes. Uh, well, there were some top plays in the NBA this week. Um, Eric, we did not talk to you since we came on. How's everything going with you? It, it's really good, man. Uh, these uh, finals are really. Surprising me to tell you that I know you. You were on my side with the Heat winning. Um, are you still on? Um, do you still think the Heat will win? I, after after the past few games, no, I don't. <laughs> I love the honesty. I think that yep. I think everybody was right in saying that the Spurs is an older, more experienced team. Nah, I mean they just. It seems like they've just been keeping it 100% consistent. Right. It's easier for them to bounce back, too. 
while the Heat has been having a lot of issues of their own. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. So let's move on to our top plays of the week. Eric, if you could just queue up play number one for us so we can show the fans who are out there watching us live what's been going on in the NBA. I do remember play one. Oh, yes, play one was a one that maybe people don't really remember. Another thing, I think it's just a lot easier for the Heat to bounce, I mean, the Spurs to bounce back from loss. Oh, that was that buzzer beater at the half uh, with 0.8 seconds. Timmy still doing it. And he was on the bench before this play. Uh, Popovich, you know. Put him in the bench just for the last couple seconds. Yeah. because you can throw it into him high and he doesn't have to. He's bring not gonna, it back down. Right, doesn't bring it down. It just amazes me. Like, like, when you look at Tim Duncan, you just put restrictions on his game. You just say, oh, he can't do this. He can't do that. And he, he just somehow he just gets it done. Fundamentally, he gets it done. And I'll play number two for us, Eric, if you can. Okay, it's all right. Uh, we'll definitely show that to y'all. Uh, oh, there it is, Eric, I think. Okay, that's fine. Well, there, that was basically the LeBron James dunk, I mean, block of Tiago Splitter. Oh, yeah, that yeah. A, that was a strong block. That was bad. <laughs> that because Tiago Splitter, I, I mean, I know he's not, he, some won't say he's super tough, but he went up as strong as he could go. And LeBron James just manhandled that block. Yeah. That's like a, that's like a, us blocking like a little five-year-old. He went like. up soft. And uh, the top play of the <laughs> week right here, Tony Parker. That <laughs> was the kill. Thought that he got the ball. They're just gonna tie or win it. Yeah, 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 I yeah. thought so, but that nah. that was a big play. Um, he was very close to traveling because it, yeah, it was. Yeah. It, he almost picked up his dribble, then got up. He didn't dribble while getting up. Yeah, he, he lucky that didn't happen in a rec game. Oh, how do you fall? Oh. <laughs> Or, or, or in the gym. Yeah, you get yeah, people yeah. calling that. Yeah, it, oh, that's that was, travel. People would be arguing yeah, that's that That's travel. <laughs> My ball. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that is the LeBron, tough. man. LeBron flew by him. Yeah, LeBron played good deep. I mean, with, that was man. tough, though. That it was. was tough. It was. That was better old than that was better offense than the defense. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Did he get tripped or did he just fall? He almost fell. He just tripped over his yeah, own feet. Like he tripped. Yeah, man. Well, let's move on to the NHL. Current right now, as we speak, the Stanley Cup Finals game finally, one finally. is in progress. Uh, two original six teams, two teams that were in the NHL when it started, the Boston Bruins and the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Harold, who do you think is winning this and why? Uh, I think I think Boston probably will take it. You know, they, they've been playing strong throughout the playoffs. They've had to back up against the wall. Um, and, you know, in, in, the, in the first couple series, and I mean, I just, I, I'm just going, I'm going with Boston on this one. What about you, Rike? Um, I think I'm going to go with the Blackhawks. Oh, you just want to just go against me, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> saying that because didn't they beat the defending champs? Yes. Yeah, I'm the just, LA the momentum Kings, off yes. of that. Momentum off of that. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Blackhawks. 
I am also gonna go with the Blackhawks. Um, I'm sorry. I meant to. I meant to say the Bruins. That's what I meant to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, their defense is tremendous. Uh, shut down high-powered uh, Penguins uh, with Crosby and Malkin. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a tough task. And right they only let them score two goals in four games. Ridiculous. Yeah, that, that is ridiculous. So Considering I, their offense. Yeah. And how they they put up four goals and five goals. They were averaging <laughs> four goals. Yeah, so I think they're going to win. Now, I think it may go six or seven. But um, one interesting note about this series, because of the lockout this season, East and West teams did not play each other mm. this year. So it's going to be the first time they're playing against each other. Um, so that's going to be very interesting to see um, the different styles because there's yeah, different yeah. styles with the West, the uh, East and West Conference. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we do have some bloopers for y'all. Very entertaining uh, segment of our of our show. Eric, if you could just cue up our bloopers for us. And uh, y'all did not see them. I, I kind of picked them while I was at home. I kind of need to. I seem to start making my own bloopers. And they, they're, they're quite funny. Like, seriously, like all the open gyms and like the tournament. Yeah, no, I can make my own bloopers. <laughs> Look at this soccer blooper right here. Did y'all catch that? I did. The ball was kicked in the air and the wind caught it. Damn. <laughs> and brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wind caught it and brought it all the way back. Oh man! What? <laughs> He's blown. He's blown. Did <laughs> show the replay? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, no, they don't show the replay. So if you the coach, what do you what do you say to him? You Nothing. Just show the yeah. Him. Just say next play. <laughs> oh, this is blooper number two. Just look at this. It's in slow mo. Eric, you might have to oh, show it again. <laughs> but he's trying to catch a ball. Have a 4 1 lead. And that guy had a no chance hands. to get one of the. Yeah, just a big home run ball. Look at the slow mo. Big? Big? Ah. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> And now, uh, blooper number three. Now, Eric, if you could pause it real quick, real quick, Eric. Just, just to give you a little um, background, this guy, uh, man, Dodger Films. He's a he has a YouTube uh, um, channel, and he basically films different things at um, at the Dodgers game. He has a lot of uh, things during batting practice, mm -hmm. so he's basically showing what happens at batting practice right now. Just look at this. You go ahead, Eric. You can play. <laughs> Heads up! Heads up! Now they're going to show it again, but you got I tried. This is why my girlfriend calls me a sociopath, because I laugh at things like this. You have to see it in slow motion. So the ball just. Let me know if one's coming. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to show it. Oh, man. I got it, too. And the, the funny part, here it is. So this is the guy in the blue yeah. shirt. Yes. Did you see that? They're going to show it again. Ooh. He's not even looking at the ball. He's what is he looking at? Else. Oh. <laughs> what is he looking at? It gets better. Yo, he, needs, he needs a concussion uh, test. Yeah. What happened is with these uh, batting practices, um, 
the bat, the pitchers throw it so fast. They throw it so quickly, so the batter hits, and then the next one comes. The next one comes. So they were looking at the last one, and they weren't paying attention to the next one. Also, there was a player in the outfield that threw a baseball to a fan. So everyone was like looking, like giving, like let me get the ball, let me get the ball, and then boop, he gets hit in the head. After the dude screamed, "Watch out!" Right, <laughs> yeah. right. He needs to get still looking over. You take that concussion test. You might have a concussion. So yeah, that's that. that's why my girlfriend calls might me a sociopath because I laugh at things like this. Oh, you yeah. know, if it wasn't a movie, y'all would laugh, right? In yeah. real life, I would laugh. <laughs> what do you thank mean? You. <laughs> thank you. You're all about I mean, so. first things first. If it's somebody I know or I'm around, I'm gonna check and see if they're okay. But it's gonna be laughed out approximately thirty seconds after it takes place. Yeah, I saw somebody get folded on some some stadium steps before, and I chuckled. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh at him, but it was funny. Then I, then I like tripped and fell. I was like, oh. Well, uh, as we're talking about baseball, let's move on to the Major League Baseball. Bryce Harper, the young oh. star in the majors, and also young star in DC. Yeah, uh, he's having an injury. Uh, he's having inflammation in the knees, and uh, he visited Dr. Andrews, who is also my man, the personal R- doctor for RG3 and all, all other athletes. But, you know, he's basically a, a consultant. He's got to be ready. He's ready. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, he take care people of all fly. the high profit. If he's, not in, if he's not in town, people fly to go see the <laughs> Yeah, in, in um, yeah, uh, Pensacola, Florida. Yes, yes. that's <laughs> where he is. Oh, man. But, yeah, he went to go see him. He got the plate rich. Plate let rich um, treatment mm-hmm. injection in his yeah. knee and also cortisone. Um, so it's looking like they say he's going to rest for a week. What do you think this means for the season? And what do you think this means for his career? Uh, it's the whole fluid around your around any major joints is tricky because I mean it could always come back. It's not it's not something you can just say all right you're good you know it's taken care of. So as far as the season. Um, I don't know what the recovery time is on it, but that's something that's nagging. It's not. It's kind of like it's, it might affect his whole season. I feel just because it's a knee. I mean, yeah, ah. it just might hurt him for the, his career. It just depends on how he heals from it. What the doctors say, you know, how severe it is or whatever. So, I mean, I don't really know. It's tricky. What, what do you think, uh, Harold? Uh, I mean, it's sad. It's sad to hear that he got hurt because. That's my man, Bryce Harper. That's right. my man, so 100. Young. He's young. He's talented. You know, he came on the scene. And, and like, to have him hurt, it hurts our team. But the team's slumming without him. I mean, they yeah. slumming just all the way around. And Worth they really need him because I, I think, like, they're, like, they've lost, like, I think, like, 8 out of 12 games mm-hmm. with him out. So, you know, they, they need him. He, he, you know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's their ringer. And if you don't have your ringer, you know, you just – I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough. I mean, knee injuries are, like like Rike says, they're tricky. And uh, if he has fluid in his knee, that's not a good sign. Um, hopefully two, three weeks he'll be back, and then he can be 100%. I don't want him to come back if he's not going to be 100%. Uh-huh. That's, just, that's just the bottom line because he's too valuable to our franchise for him not, not to be. There's right. some other news in the majors. There was a brawl last night between the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Uh, just because um, I did not get all the highlights of that game. Uh, just to set up what happened. Uh, Yasiel Pui, the young rookie uh, for the Dodgers, was hit in the face by Kennedy, the pitcher, starting pitcher for the Diamondbacks. 
So of course the uh, unwritten rule is now you must go after their player. So Zach Granke uh, uh, hit uh, one of their batters, Montero, the catcher. And um, he hit him in the back, but he still hit him. Yeah. So now Granky is up in the, I think, seventh inning. And let's see what happens. Eric, if you could just show us what happens uh, to start that brawl. It's so funny to me to see baseball players fight. <laughs> Why? It's just like, it's not even a sport I feel like you should just be fighting in. Oh. Yeah, we would have had to wreck. Yeah. But Grant, Grant, you saw Grinky, he's a pitcher. He yeah. just kind of chilled out. Like, yeah, uh, because he got hurt yeah, early in the year off of a fight. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, he got hurt. You saw, last time he got in a fight, he, he got crushed. <laughs> so he said, this time, he said, ah, I'm just going to chill. Yeah, it, it gets real here. Yeah. Got managers fighting. Got managers yeah, out here fighting. Everybody. Look at the dude at the, the, on the railing right now getting, just getting. So if you bought a ticket to this game, you just got your money's worth. Oh. This. Oh, I'm happy. You're, like, you're thoroughly entertained. And it continues for a little bit. You yeah. have the managers and the different coaches who are stepping in. Yeah, you see a lot but, of shirt pulling, a lot, you know. And it, it, it picks up a little. I think uh, Kershaw comes in. Clinton Kershaw starts coming in. Somewhere in the middle, yeah. You see Puey's in the middle right there because he's angry. Because I think he got Cause he hit, got hit earlier. Yeah, earlier. And also he's been in a situation like that in the minors. So he, he was heated. Um, is this good for the sport? You mean the bronze? Actually, let's hold that question for you because that is one question in our Q&A session. So we will hold that question for you. Um, but yeah, that oh, this is brawl it, it, in the in the in the camera well. Oh man, that was that was a Greg crazy. Just chilled though. You yep. see how he just looked? He was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he hit me. Huh? I don't want to. He said, he's like, don't go back out there. You know what happened last time? That's what the, <laughs> the uh, catcher said too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's um, move on to our sports memes right now. Um, our sports memes, which is also a very popular segment here. Memes are very popular, not only in sports, but all on social networks. They never get old. They never get old. Ever. Never get yes. old. So, Eric, can you show us meme number one for us, please? It's so cold in New England. So why not? So why not the bench? I'm sorry, I can't read right now. It's so cold in New England. So why not sign the best bench warmer? <laughs> oh, man. We're going to talk about this Yes, we will. We, will. we spoke about him last week. We did. We trendsetters. He holding it down. We global, we trendsetters. <laughs> Meme number two for us, Eric. These little league players are still better than the Astros. <laughs> Even chubby, chubby. Be will be right there is still better than any, I like this one. any, I like this any one. player. Oh yeah. man. Oh, Meme number three. You know you're in Boston when? Look at the urinals. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the, the urinals. You have the Yankees. The New York Giants. You have like the Jets over there. The Jets. And you have the heat in the in the baby in the baby <laughs> urinal. Dang, that's just <laughs> somebody really did that. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Meme number four right now. Comes to the Blackhawks game in a Blackhawk jersey. 
but won't come to the Bulls game in a Bulls jersey. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Come on, he's been out for like three weeks, yeah, four weeks. They've been out. Oh, his suit is on sale though. The playoff edition, it's on sale. I got a special place in my heart. Just, my girl live out Chicago, so she be trying to rep the, you know. Rep Chicago Bulls <laughs> and all Chicago. Chicago but for real, though, I feel Nobody. like Derek. I mean, I guess because it was the playoffs, he wasn't trying to come back. That's not no. That's not a way to come back. I'm from not knocking him. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking him because of that. But I know, like his injury, he could have came back to play the game of basketball. Just but look, yeah. His bread is long. <laughs> He's trying to stay healthy. His team, even if he had come back, his team was not going to win the championship. And, no, and they I, weren't. And I, and I think he knew that. Deep down inside, he knew that. And the people that, you know, advised him probably told him that. Like, yeah. you know, just come back 100% next year and, and you know, you can do it. So I, I won't, I won't, I won't. Yeah, but these these memes are definitely funny, though, because they keep yeah. coming from I saw another suit one, like a full-blown <laughs> one. Like, talking about the suits for a second, get it for a second. But then I was just like, oh, wow. That's messed up. And uh, meme number five. Woo. Take me out, coach. Spurs are on fire. <laughs> Man, I love LeBron. Uh, that, that's fitting LeBron, for last yeah. night. Yeah, very fitting. Now this one right here is the funniest. I saw it today on Instagram, and I can't remember who, who it was that I saw it from. I will fi- figure out what their name is, and I'll give them credit because they actually created this meme. Okay. So I will give them credit for it. meme I need number to make one. six. Heat fans be like, shit. I fell asleep at halftime. Who won? (laughs) (laughs) I will figure out who came up with that because I saw it and I realized it's an original. They, they, it's them in the picture. (laughs) Uh, So I I can't remember who it is, but definitely. Yo, we need to make a meme. We need to make a meme. We need to make a couple of them. It doesn't so easy. (laughs) But yeah, those are sports memes of the week. If you have any, I saw I saw one today that uh, had a Dwayne Wade. On there, and it was like, it had, no, it had uh, um, the dude from uh, the Five Heartbeats, and it was like, <laughs> nice like this, I wish that it, like Dwayne Wade shots would fall, or something like that. <laughs> it's like, like you know what I'm saying, like David Ruffin, yeah. on it. it was pretty funny. D Wade's gotten better, but it's still not D Wade, yeah, he's not D Wade because he was shooting air balls last oh, night. Oh man, he, that's unacceptable when you get when paid six figures and you're a superstar. Right. You're one of the part of the big three. Right. You're not allowed to shoot air balls. Right. This man, I don't even want to talk about him anymore. I was about to start talking about Chris Bosh. Dang, we had a week without a Bosh meme. Oh, man. yeah, not a without a Bosh meme. <laughs> man. Real quick, let's talk about USA soccer last night. Um, victorious against Panama in a qualifying, a qualifying game. Uh, 2-0. Uh, what does this mean for Team USA? Is this a significant win to make the World Cup, or is this just one that they just expected? That's Panama. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's that's how you feel. Disrespect hey, the country. It's Panama. Panama is very important to the U.S. They, they nah, with is. the help of the U.S., there's the Panama Canal. Very important. You can't shoot them down like that. But we're talking yeah. about soccer, though. <laughs> and, I'm with, and I'm with Harold. <laughs> it's Panama. You know, it doesn't can't mean get much for anything. It's like, you know, if I if I go out and beat a, a seven year old kid in basketball, I mean, <laughs> I'm not coming home telling anybody. About it. it just happened. Yeah, it just happened. I mean, but in the U.S. they play strong. Um, you know, two zero. That's a blowout of my book. Like that's uh-huh. that's a mud hole. Right. Like in soccer, because you know goals are hard to come by. So, I mean, they they look real impressive. Uh, we'll see when they play somebody of, of note, though, how they respond. Right. I don't think it means much for them going to the World Cup. Uh, it's just one of those games. Yeah, it's, it's one of those games. A, it's a game. 
they want. <laughs> Let's move on to American football, American the football. NFL. Uh, we saw Tim Tebow in the meme. Tim Tebow signed by the Pats. Uh, will he make the team? Of course. What do you think, Rike? Yes. Yeah, so it's not about guaranteed. Well, he they didn't give him any guaranteed money, but he doesn't need he doesn't need guaranteed money. I mean he getting bread off the endorsements, off just, you know, speaking engagements or whatever else he wanna do. They put him in every magazine, so I mean, I was just trying to think of if he did make the team, what it, what would be their purpose of having him on the team? I, I mean really, I don't know what his purpose is in the NFL right now, honestly, except for what I told you guys what we said last week about the fact that I just think he's really like just the, the joke. <laughs> of the NFL, like some something that keeps a team relevant. Like if he's on a team, he'll make that team relevant, no matter how irrelevant they are. He can go to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, that's true. Detroit Lions will become relevant instantaneously. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's a polarizing figure. So right. You know. So I mean, but you nah, if he makes the past don't operate like that. They're not looking for. And that's why I'm, that's why I'm a little. That's why I don't know if he'll make it or not, because they're not about that. Like I feel like. That organization's only signing people that they know are going to contribute to what they're trying to do, and I don't know that he can. So I mean, I, mean, well, I don't know. Josh McDaniels is the, the the offensive coordinator, so and he's the one who drafted Tebow True. to begin with. So I'm sure overall. I'm sure he has a, a few tricks up his sleeve. They probably throw him in the red zone, have him run some red zone packages where he can run or throw. But you know, it's it's short distance, so right. They, but that's all he's about is tricks. And yeah, I, I I mean, but for him, he getting the check, so I'm sure he's happy. Yeah, I don't he I don't think he'll make an impact. That, at all either. I, I, I like him. I think he I thinks like he's a starting quarterback. Just want to break some news to y'all since we are a sports talk show. The New Jersey Nets have hired Jason Kidd wow. as their head wow. coach. Wow. <laughs> wow. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> so, you heard it here first. Yes, you probably did or if you're second. looking at us. You heard it here first. Or after you got the text. <laughs> or second. <laughs> or second. Unless you get updates like we do and then you heard it here second. But wow, that's that's crazy. Jason Kidd, man, you what do you know about coaching? He's a leader. Whatever. No shit. I like Jason Kidd, so this should be interesting. I really don't think they can go backwards. Sure. No, nah, they can't. They can't go backwards. Yeah. Can't get anywhere. And he might be able to help them mesh. That's what the problem. They need right to get now. Kwame Brown. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? He used to play with the Wizards. Uh, uh, McGee. Uh, no, not McGee. They're power forward. Bl- uh, Blatch. Get Blatch off the team. Uh. How about that? <laughs> Start with him. Get on his back. Yeah, that's Jeremy's tell- boy here. Hey, about, it is, but Sorry, you know, it, it, you know. Actually, he played good with the Nets. I, I, I he played much. I'm just, he's played I better with the Nets than he did like for the Wizards. When people leave our team and they play better. But Blatch can't be. Like why? The, that reason why it happened is because Blatch can't be Your the best first person two, on the team. Three, four options. You can't give him that. Because who knows what? He needs to be on a team with two All Stars or superstars that are better than him. Then he can do his role. Which yeah. is being a role player. Let's get back to the NFL. RG3 rehabbing at OTA. My man. Um, as two Redskins Denzel fans. Washington voice. My man. <laughs> as uh, Redskins fans, as we can see with Harold's hat right here. Hell to the Redskins. Oh, my mom. Oh, Will right. he be ready for training camp? Of course. Did you not hear the man? He's ready now. Okay. He's ready. It, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm a little leery. I'm like, it's not, it's not, it's like, it's like when a mom lets the, 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 the young child go outside for the first time to play with their friends. Like, right. he's like kind of worried, but you know they're going to be safe, but you're just a little worried. So I, I, I think, I think 
he'll be fine. But him making all these dra- like jumps so quickly, it's like kind of like scary. Like, wow, he's that ready that fast? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's only been what? And that's two part of the reason why months? he gets these some of these these hits and these injuries because he's a little yeah. too eager. Yeah. I think he'll be ready, but at the same time, I think everyone's going to know from what's happened to him this past season to know like, yeah, you're ready, but we're still gonna take it slow. Yeah. We're still gonna take it slow. And I think that's how it's gonna happen. But I think he will be ready. I don't think he, he might not, you know, be full contact or anything like yeah. that, but I think he'll be ready. I think in minicap he'll be straight, but preseason is what I'm really worried about. Like, I hope they don't play him at all during the preseason. Yeah, I was saying that too. He's just throwing passes and stuff. I said that like before his surgery, I was just like, yo, I don't care what happens. I don't care what, you know, the doctor says to him or anything. I just don't want him playing preseason. And I actually went as far as the first couple of games, but um, we'll see. Oh, so um, I guess there's no point asking the next question. Next question was, was, will he be ready for the regular season? But y'all believe he'll be ready for the training camp. Yeah, yeah I, I think oh, he'll be. I'll definitely yeah, think he'll, he'll be, be ready, ready for regular season. And he'll be I ready still for the Cowboys. Right. Hey, I'm ready for y'all Cowgirls. He was I'm, ready last year. I'm ready for him too, man. Uh, I'm ready for Monday night. I think we play Monday night in October. Yes, uh, we do. And uh, of course, I'll be going when they come in town late December again. So we'll, we we'll get together and watch this game. Uh, we should, especially the Monday night game, yeah. definitely. Um, that's definitely one of the plans with this show. We are trying to get meetups and tweet-ups. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a couple. So, so couple. yeah, that's in the work right now. But um, also in the NFL, Roger Goodell made a hint that he would like to put a team in London. Mm. Does this make sense for the NFL to no. put a team in London? No. Uh, no. No. And I never really understood the game that took place over there. It's just because there's fans over there. That's why there's a game that takes yeah, place there no, over they're here. They're trying to they, they expand. Wanna, yeah, expand. And expand. they used to do these things that were called the American Bowls, where it was a uh, preseason game. They used to mm-hmm. always put it yeah. like in another country. Mm-hmm. They had it in Hong Kong. They would have it in Japan. They had it in uh, Mexico City. I remember they had it in... Um, I think Brazil one year. Honestly, but they they decided the last few years to put regular season games over there, and I think it's bad because your team. I know they try to make it seem like, um, well, your your team is still getting eight home games, but it's, it's still not. taking it's an away game. It's still taking away, you know, from you know the. the, the, the the, the fans of, yeah. you know, if it was in America, they would have played somewhere else. Like, they would have played, played at, the, at, at one of the home. team's stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. And that's taken away from, from the business here in America. Yeah. Also, traveling every time, okay, when a team goes over there, both teams pretty much have their bye after mm-hmm. because of the travel time going, right. uh, the time change, yeah. and then travel time back. Um I, if you put a team there, what is it? Every team, every time a team goes over there, what are you going to have a bye week it's for hard. them? Yeah, like, how are you going to schedule every week that this team is going to have a bye week? Also, not just the teams going over there. What about the team there? Because they yeah. got to come to the U.S. for eight games, too. Right. Yeah. I, I, You're talking about every road game is flying across the Atlantic. That's brutal. Yeah. Now, I, let me, let, let's try to think of the flip side of it. What could it do for the NFL? How can it be positive for them. Of course, you're expanding, so you become the NFL and American football starts to become global. Um, but, is, but is that like a hot spot for like American football? Like, apparently like, it is. That's why they have. I mean, so, say this, so they've they've measured the demographic of NFL fans in that location to say that this is a hot spot to put the team. Man, I, I, 
mean, I don't really know. They must have done that, something like that. that. I'm just saying, like, my only fear is they're gonna other countries are gonna be like, oh, 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 and then it just gets. Yeah, I mean, I like do? it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, America? I'm not I mean, super. Oh, only America, world? but still, I like just keep it small and simple. And my thing is. Soccer is king all yeah, over the U.S., over. especially in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the that's issue the best, that's the biggest worldwide sport. Yes, that's a real international. I mean, that's an international sport. I, I think when they how they have it with these one game one game a year, how it's almost like a Super Bowl week in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. You know, if you want, if you have to put a game every year in in, in England, but. To have eight home games there, I Mm -mm. doubt the fans will come out for eight home games. We saw the issue with the USFL, with the XFL, Mm -hmm. when you had football. I know it's somewhat different. You had football in the spring. Yeah, it was hot for the first couple weeks. By the end of the year, the attendance was down. And by two, three years later, well, the USFL, I think it was three years, the league folded. XFL folded after one year. They put a team over there. That team will be right back the following year because (laughs) it'll be, it's a bad investment in my my eyes. I think there's other ways to expand the game and get it, you know, international besides actually physically putting a team there for, uh, you know, for an entire season. Like you saying, the one game, that's not bad. I, I'm, I'm definitely for that. Like a one game out there, you know, for people to come and attend. But, you know, anything more than that, I, I just think it's a bad business move. But who am I? Roger Goodell got and billions, millions of dollars. So the rumor is that it may be the Jaguars going oh, over there. And then he put the sorriest team. That's the thing. <laughs> it, it's like you have to put a sorry team, but then it's Jaguars like. Jaguars about to get out of business now and even it's a bad situation because you don't want to put like one of your best teams like you don't want to put a redskins or no or, we're not going or a giants nah, or a cowboys nah. or a patriots or nah. or a packers where they're like legends in the nfl you know you don't want to do that so you want to put a bad team but then that country after a while is going to say mm. why we want them yeah so yeah. then they're not going to support because they're gonna see well. You first can all, even sell out first, your own. First of all, if there's fans in London who 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 are football fans, like diehard football fans, and say they don't have a team, once they realize that the Jaguars are coming, then they're gonna be like, no, I don't. This is, <laughs> what? And they're gonna have trouble. They're gonna jump ship. They're gonna be like, I wonder if it's like they have Jaguars? people there that are really trying to that want to play football. Like they have athletes over there that are trying. They to... they do, but still, it's like the percentage. Are these still... rugby players? No, no, no. The players. You're talking about the team that would go over there? No, I'm talking about actual oh, the people fans? in London. Like, the, like regular, are there people regular, there that people want just... to build a team because they feel like they would be able to compete in the NFL? Oh, no, no, no. This would – they won't – it won't be an expansion or anything. Uh-huh. It will be a current NFL team mm-hmm. that supposedly will go over there. That's oh. one of the rumors. Now, of course, they probably do have the like option expansion, like of making an expansion team. picking up some London football players or something. Yeah. You know, they had NFL Europe. That was in the summer. Uh, for a few years, it was good for de- developing players who might want to be on the NFL roster. But then, as for the Europeans that were on the team, they weren't really that good. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's young, yeah. you know, just like soccer here. Let's be real. You bring a European team over here, they're going to kill our, our American national team, My our senior team. So it's the same thing, you know. I, I just don't think it's a, it's a good look. Um, let's move to our topic of the week. And yes, it's been a very exciting here. So yeah, the time is yeah. moving along. Right. We have the topic. I just looked at the clock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, topic of the week uh, with the performance of Danny Green. 
and um Gary Neal. and Gary Neal. Uh, we just thought, you know, who are good role players in NBA history in the playoffs? Let's start with uh, you, Harold. Who, name one, and we'll just go through and just start naming different ones. Uh, so name one and state why. Uh, I'll say Dennis Rodman because mm. he, you know, he played with the Bulls when they were they were winning the championships, and, and I mean, this he was the ultimate role player. Like he didn't want any kind of glory or fame. He did whatever he got under the under the other guy's skin. Uh, he grabbed rebounds. He, you know. It, if you look at like if you go back and look at the film, you can see how many times he gave his, his team a second chance to score, like just tip outs or tip back, tipping the ball back and stuff like that, you know. And, and he was he was just a gritty player, so I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Dennis Rodman, even though he's a little cuckoo. <laughs> go that's ahead, Rico. Isn't he friends with Castro or something? Yeah, that the dude uh, that, uh, uh, that that's uh, North Korean. Yeah, North uh, Korean. <laughs> Castro. I know yeah, a communist country, but it's, <laughs> all, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we understood. What yeah, you that's were his saying. man too. He be he try. Yeah, that's his man. Um, yeah, the, you're, you better be careful before you be an enemy of the state, child. That's what they do to that dude. <laughs> uh, well, go ahead, Rico. What is a uh, a role player? In NBA uh, history, that you think is a very good role player in all this time. This Rama was a good one. I think I'm going to go with Derek Fisher, past mm. and present, yeah. mm. just because um, he's a big role player on and off the court. Yeah. Like he's someone that's respected and listened to yeah. um, by young and old people um, in the game right now. So, and also as unagile as he is, he manages to knock down big shots. Yeah, he does. B- big shots. I mean. It's true, your jump shot never really leaves you. You know, you might lose your agility and other things like that. He's not retired yet, is he? No. no. Still with the Thunder. Not at all. So, um, big shots. And he's hit big shots with all the teams he's been on, really. So, um, I'll go with Derek Fisher. Real quick, I'm just going to choose one. And I'm saying real quick because we will talk about this next week. We're going to have to expound on this because it was actually quite a creative idea that we had. Um, But one that no one will probably mention... James Posey for the Celtics in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's going to say Jerry, Jason Terry. Or somebody <laughs> like Jason Posey. I mean, James, James Posey. Posey. But him, and then also on the Heat in 06. He was a very good role player. <laughs> but that's just one of them, I'm going to say. I'm with over, you, with, I'm with you over, for the over, Celtics. Over Big Shot by Robert Horry? Yeah. Well, see, I was going to get to him. But we, we, we can. Oh. We can. He's a legend role player. He's the best. He's the definite, he might I mean, be the best role player right, ever right. He, in any sport. He's about to get an right. He's about to get an award for an award for just being uh, player, the best role, role player, player to ever play fame. the game, any game. <laughs> so yeah, James we Posey. Matter that. Come on, this guy's we will up. talk about. We are going to expound next week on real quick, this Q and A. Q and A, real Q, quick. Yeah, we have to answer at least two of these questions. One of them from our guest last week, Bernard Samuel. Are brawls good for the game of baseball? Uh, real quick, I say, are they good? I mean, for the fans, the fans like to see it, but it's whack to me because I don't feel like baseball is really, it's not a context, but it's just weird to me (laughs) to just see people hopping out of the dugout. uh, It's weird to me. You know, big open field. And you throw a ball at someone. Granted, I know it's coming fast, and I know it's hard, but still. Like throwing a ball at someone, then everyone bum yeah, yeah, It's yeah. whack to me. I, I say no. It's not. It's not good. Cause, I mean, it's not. It's just a little quick tussle. It's nothing. Yeah. Nothing serious. I mean, I'd rather watch boxing or UFC or hockey. Like hockey. I'd I mean, at least hockey. the fights in that zone. They they mean something. So. <laughs> what do you think? Um, 
I'm very indifferent on this one. Well, okay. It doesn't really matter to me. All right. Um, when it happens, I hope it's good. And if it <laughs> doesn't happen, then I'm disappointed. Fine. Yes. And we do have to answer this question from our the host of the next sh- following the show following us, uh, DJ Heard. Heard, are, are you in, in the, the building? Heard is in the building. in the building. So I'm going to answer your question. Your question was. Is LeBron James as great as ESPN hypes him up to be? Yeah. I mean, let me know. Let me. I mean, I know how I feel about it being a hooper and seeing his game and other people's games that I love. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not gonna get my answer yet, but yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, DJ Hurd is is a very tall gentleman. So I, <laughs> yeah, I, assume... I wish I could see him. <laughs> <laughs> he <is a> hooper. <laughs> um, <laughs> you go first, Harold. Real quick. I, I'm gonna just say. I'm gonna say. LeBron James, I mean, we could talk about him all night, but he has to he has to add something else to his game. I mean, he's just got it. The fadeaway, you need a fadeaway jumper at this point because teams are going to double team you. Teams are going to like push you. You have to have something else. I mean, for so long he just got on his, his natural ability. He's the Shaq of guards. That's what yeah, I told yeah, you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, he's big and strong. Yeah, and strong and that's, that's how he plays. So he got to add something else. I'm sorry if he want to chip. Some more finesse to his game, basically. No, he's he's already finessed enough. <laughs> he needs to leave finesse alone, get some grit and some toughness <laughs> and some. <laughs> he needs some real go-to moves. There yeah. needs to be a hook yes. shot yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, all right, LeBron yeah. can go to that. He don't have no go-to move. Right, right. I don't know what ESPN says about him, but for me, I agree that he needs to add more to his game to become the type of player that he wants to be, the type of player he should be. They say that he, they keep uh, comparing him to Michael Jordan. That's yeah, what they keep, they keep on bringing up. Well, I mean, that's no. dead. I don't, want, no. I don't have minutes to talk about that, but that's no. just that. We don't that's need to dead. talk about it. No. It doesn't need to be spoken about. Like, <laughs> no. no. For the fact that you don't have a go-to move, what are you doing? No oh, man. So uh, we're coming to the end of the show. We just want to ask, uh, Heard, what's 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 on tap for your show? Uh, I got my dude Jinx. He from out here. Okay. Uh, he got a new uh, album dropping today on that Piff Billionaire Nightmares 1.5. Okay. All right. He got a video up on uh, World Star. You know that's big in the hip hop world. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then we just gonna be partying out, playing a whole bunch of new music I got. I'm gonna try to finish eating this stuff I got from the Asian market next week. I see. I see. Well, yes, we're coming to the end. We just want to say thank you, Harold. Harold, appreciate you for coming on the show. Another solid guest. We appreciate you. Can I plug a, um, I got a, if you want to check out any of my music. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Christian Rapper, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what's up. So, so uh, just check out uh, laws at bandcamp.com. Okay. Right. We're going to tweet, tweet some links and stuff um, a little later tonight and tomorrow of Harold's, Harold's stuff. But, yeah, definitely check him out. Want to thank Eric. Being our, of course, always friendly producer, the always doing, the doing, behind the scenes. <laughs> making things run smoothly. Yes, yes, and we want to thank all the listeners and viewers out there, all over the DMV, all over we, the U.S., yes, all over the world. You. We appreciate you. Yes, let's say it. we global. We global, international. <laughs> I would say international. I just want to say thank you, and until next time, y'all. Yeah. Sports reality. Peace. Peace. Peace.